Thank you for listening to the Calgary Business Podcast. As host, I've had the privilege of meeting a number of individuals that have shared fascinating stories from their experiences in the pre-COVID and COVID periods. In fact, even in early 2021, COVID remains a big part of our everyday lives. Out of 253 podcasts to date, one initiative that stands out represents my chat with three grade 12 students from Western Canada High School here in Calgary. The students, Bridget Ferguson, Katie Sattler, and Grace Atala, took the initiative in 2020 to launch Joy to Job, a series of webinars dedicated to connecting students with community professionals. The girls shared the origin story of Joy to Job on episode 236 earlier this year. Take the time to consider reaching out to Bridget, Katie or Grace, or even their advisor, Jennifer Lessier from Platform Calgary, to join one of their webinar sessions in order to provide your professional guidance and advice to Calgary students seeking to remove some of the uncertainty connected to their future careers. Once again, thanks for listening to the Calgary Business Podcast. I invite you to subscribe to the podcast from whatever app you access your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and even Amazon Music. I also invite you to leave a review to allow others to easily find the Calgary Business Podcast. Have a great day and stay safe. Good afternoon and welcome to Calgary Business Podcast. I've got on the line today a, a duo that is really real business. Both ladies on the line have a business flair. For episode number 249, I've got uh, Lizzie Small. We're going to talk super spuds. And your support person, Natalie Gomersal. Did I get that right? Gomersal, yes. Gomersal, okay. Not go, but go. Yes. <laughs> Gomersal, okay. So Lizzie, please, Liz or Lizzie, please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about super spuds. Absolutely, with pleasure. Hello and good afternoon. Uh, yes, yeah, so my name is Lizzie Small and um, my best friend is Natalie Gomasol. I am the owner and operator of a uh, an independent and new food truck in Calgary called Super Spuds. Um, but we're basically a food truck as well as a caterer um, offering hot lunches basically in the normal world. Yeah. to schools and to offices. So um, that's that's basically who I am, and that's our business. We're pretty new. Um, we launched uh, in the middle of last year. Actually, we, we actually officially launched just probably just as COVID. exactly a year ago, literally yeah. as COVID was creeping up on us literally every 24 hours, becoming more and more of a, an issue. <clears throat> and in fact, we had just been accepted onto the healthy hunger website which enabled us to um provide hot healthy lunches to schools to be delivered to schools right um and i was getting wonderful feedback from what we had on our menus for schools because nobody was doing anything similar to us um i had schools calling me and saying oh my god this is amazing yeah oh wow i've really you know i've really hit the hit the button here um, and then schools shut down. So, um, so I'll just explain a little bit. Uh, so, when I actually put this this whole idea together, I realised that a food truck isn't normally a year round operation. So, I needed to sustain myself for the entire year. Right. Um, 
And so I decided to build in uh, a piece after the food truck would probably sort of just have a little snooze through the through the coldest um, months of the winter um, and thought about the opportunity of actually providing what we have on our menu um, delivered hot to people's offices and also to schools. Right. So I had to actually put together an app for offices and we were going to go in, talk to offices about having a super spuds day where people could eat healthy, feel really good about what they were eating and also be giving something back to the community. We'll talk about that later. Um, but of course, all of that fell apart as soon as COVID arrived um, because offices closed down. Everybody sort of basically moved, moved home to work. Right. And schools closed down. So... Um, oh, COVID sorry. Sort of, sorry, Natalie, I'll just finish this, but no, COVID did sort of a real punctuation. <laughs> Natalie wanted a bowl of soup. Let's <laughs> feed her soup. Natalie, would you like a nice soft bowl of soup, a warm bowl of soup? I would absolutely love a warm bowl of soup, especially Lizzie's soup. Oh, lovely. Anyway, let's carry on and then I'll interject. Well, no, <laughs> all I was trying to very badly say was that, you know, right. having just sort of... Um, pushed ourselves through the 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 first layer of of launching ourselves we were kind of sort of slapped in the face by a rather smelly mackerel um but we got up and, and uh, we got up and, and, and moved smelly forward. mackerel do you have a mackerel soup as well oh my god no that would be horrible <laughs> yeah that sounds it's... like the soup version of of drinking clamato juice Ooh. whoever invented that disgusting stuff. no i think you'd have to be swedish or something to really appreciate mackerel yeah. soup wouldn't you? um but anyway maybe natalie what were you going to say and then i can oh tell no everybody how just... we met and why we you... are so good for each other as, as business uh, associates yes you touched on something that um that you know comes to mind is that you have really done well with the fact that when you said that um, food trucks are not as uh, are, are a seasonal business you don't do them in the winter well i think we're just talking about calgary here because like you i have the glamping business and it's seasonal and you have the food truck business which is seasonal but if we lived in L.A., it would not be. <laughs> That's right. It is seasonal according to our weather. And hmm. you've done very well with, um, I'm going to say the P word once because it's been oh, so used right now with pivoting um, to make sure that your business no! runs. You said that word. I know. I said it once and I'm not going to say it again. Well. Um, <laughs> or as Liz likes to call it, pirouetting. I was going to say, um, I don't think I love pivoting. that. <laughs> yeah. The tutu. You guys yeah. had your tutus. You you had your tutus on. We pirouetted. <laughs> yeah, no, pirouetted. I don't. I don't believe I actually pivoted. I did a pirouette. Yes, because yes. I had I had geared myself up. So what I did was, I started um, making. Um, I did some research and made some really really healthy, immune boosting soups. So I basically yeah. really did my research and then, basically sent them, sold them online so that people could. Um, purchase them uh at a certain time of the month and i would take them and i would deliver them to their houses it was a yep. really interesting learning curve um we didn't make a lot of money we no but liz you know you're onto something very important first of all showing the video of how you make it at home and it's and then the soup mr spud gets his way to the you know i'm just <laughs> you know as he makes his way to your home he's okay and but do you you know because i had a, a guest ma pies cory ma he was very similar to you. He made, he was making pies, pies, pies. He was making pies at home and then delivering them to and, and at the markets. I don't know which mm -hmm. crossroads market, whatever. And then COVID hit, 
So he started, I think he pivoted or pirouetted. I love that <laughs> analogy. But he, and, and to selling them at, from home to trade to your home. So I think I, I hear what you're saying. Yes, it was some, it, it was, uh, you know, I think with these things, it really just depends on how, what the sort of huge quantities you're selling. And yeah. I wasn't selling huge quantities. But in terms of actually teaching us how to work in a kitchen, Teaching yep. us how to actually use our time best. Teaching us how to um, well, you perfected some recipes. Yeah, you definitely. And, and I, yes, know, sorry, having known Liz for you know uh, many years before she started this, right? Um, Liz would be the person who you'd want to invite you over to for dinner. <laughs> Let's just say she's an amazing cook and does everything from scratch, and she knows you know how to you know do things the french way or whatever just there's no such thing as instant anything you know all the well you can talk about how you do these sort of things but you know making stocks from scratch you know and that sort of thing there's but that's no a great thing it's going to costco and and you know getting some powdered thing and well, adding water you know people it's aren't doing exactly amazing. what you you just said natalie you know like that taking it the scraps or the stock from the fridge and coming up with this you know, mm-hmm. my, my wife can do that for once in a while. Like, it's like, what's in the fridge? Nothing. Oh, no. And you pull out whatever yeah. it is, right? And Liz, Liz, do that video and show, here's that, here's the soup, the final product, but, you know, here's the ingredients. And they don't look that great. Well, when you do it on a larger scale, it's a lot more different. Sure. But, um, but I mean, like, but then again, but yes. that help. when you, when you know how to cook, you know how to cook. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that can help people. Like, that just can help people. Look, mm-hmm. if, if you're just not going to order for me today, here's a little video to show you what you can do in your fridge or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Well, maybe we should start at the beginning and I should explain why I run a food truck. Absolutely. Because running a food truck was never really on my radar. Um, I've always had much loftier ideas about being a, a writer or doing something far more sort of esoteric and artistic. Um, and I, I met Natalie um, many years ago, maybe about 10, 12 years ago when I very first came to Calgary with mm-hmm. my my husband and daughter from Kingston. Right. Um, and I, at the time, wasn't working um, in the corporate world, which is what, what my background was. I had worked in um, PR, marketing and branding for many, many years in the UK before my marriage. Um, so came here without much really to do, except I had this this hobby that I turned into what I guess I could make some pin money from, which was face painting, which sounds ridiculous, I appreciate, but I was pretty good at it. And I found this marvelous little company here in Calgary that did what looked like very, very professional children's parties. So I emailed this company, um, (laughs) which was run by this very pretty fairy. And um, this very pretty fairy. Back when I was a pretty fairy. (laughs) Oh, wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about Natalie? Yes. I used to. Yes, I had a story, then maybe you'll find out. (laughs) I got bored of a couple of weeks, and I was actually invited by another face painter in the city to help her at the Lilac Festival. And I was in one of the tents and met the lady standing in the tent next door who happened to be very pretty and blonde with great big fairy wings. And um, I now went, I'm oh, just beautiful. And I old. think I know who you are. <laughs> and of course, it turned out to be Natalie, and we became great friends. And we right. have a look back. Yeah. Um, and in fact, we've you know gone through all sorts of highs and lows together. Well, Liz um, taught me to face paint. I'm not 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 even quarter as good as she. Oh, she's amazing. She's very good and very 
and very well known in the in the face painting circles of of Alberta. Um, Thank you. She, she, she ran a, an international um, conference. So, uh, but uh, yeah, we would we drove. Do you remember this when we drove up to Rocky Mountain House for the? Well, it was that was kind of what day. I was what I was yeah. coming coming to because. Natalie and I do um, or have done um, a few sort of like little gigs like Canada Day and, right. and air shows together. And we've often done long road trips together. And it was um, on one of those road trips that I told her about my husband's um, brilliant idea to uh, launch a food truck. He had been uh, working in the construction industry for many, many years um, and had had a couple of accidents and was on long term disability after two extremely uh, intensive surgeries on his spine and we came up with this idea let's start a food truck um use you know uh, let's do baked potatoes because it's absolutely amazing you know what they're like in the uk let's do the same thing here and i was like you're nuts but it's a great idea so <laughs> i went off and start, started to do the research and realized there was nothing similar and that he had in fact come up with a very good idea right and so shared it with natalie and we spent oh i don't know how many hours trying to brand a thing didn't we <laughs> oh we came up with fun. some pretty ridiculous we things did. we came up with some really rude ones as well <laughs> what, was the, what, what was the number two because the number one super spuds but what was the what well was the, the first one we came well, up with the very first one we came up with um yeah. which in fact, <laughs> which was in fact the one that we were going with was loaded um which i thought was a brilliant name and it is still remains a brilliant name except that in the time between me coming up with that name and me launching my business somebody else came up with it so you know what all's fair in love and war and yeah new jobs and new businesses and you know what i said to them brilliant name <laughs> well done um so unfortunately not two months after natalie and i had that discussion in the car my husband's life ended. Um, right. I'm sorry for that. Ah, uh, thank you. And I was left with my 18-year-old daughter, who had literally just graduated. Um, a Grumman truck in my driveway that looked like it was about to die. <laughs> um, this great big, huge orange and white truck, yeah. <laughs> and um empty he had Who, been... what was it what was it orange color what was that from i don't know i, I don't know it was just it was the, the people who thing. had it before us yeah, yeah. so um he it had, was not a pretty truck he had, <laughs> he had worked quite hard on actually stripping it out um mm -hmm. and i just looked at my daughter and we were you know it took us a while to get us back on our feet because it was very sudden and it was very Sure. traumatic and um it was a huge shock and i said to her what on earth am i going to do with this thing and she just looked at me and she said we're going to make this work um now a few weeks later also she came up with a brilliant idea she said why on earth don't we add soups in as well because you make amazing soups so yeah. let's add soup in so actually when i think about the fact that we had really settled on loaded um or yeah really it loaded we've moved so far ahead now that super yeah. spuds is so much more of the perfect um product of what we actually have so so we basically serve organically grown locally grown baked potatoes and homemade soups out of a food truck um so we're all entirely gluten-free we're entirely nut-free we're basically yeah. healthy no no sort of nothing deep fried no sugar no nothing 
And the other thing that's very important to us is that we also give back to the local community. So every bowl of soup we sell, um, we put a small portion towards women and children at risk. And yeah. every potato we sell um, gives a contribution. So do you take a teaspoon and put it into a little container and then send that over to them? Yeah, no, it tends to be a money contribution. <laughs> Um, every potato that we sell, we give a monetary. You take the skin. Here you go. Here's the skin. <laughs> that would I'm be. Sorry. I know. I, I don't. Have it, but... Your brain is but so no, but cool. Literally... I just, I just love the lateral thinking. <laughs> no, but I, it's like that. No, the miss. I told you. No, but you could run the ad. I told you to send the money. Oh, you said the portion of the soup. And there's your. You know, you can have some fun with that. You could. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> but the other people that we support, which really, really hits home to both of us, is that we support the Calgary Centre for Suicide Prevention, and it is exceptionally important to us that we keep that connection, um, yeah. that we work as advocates for them and advocates for them. Um, and so I'm, you know, it's just a, it's, it's something that I want to keep very close yeah. to me. I think that's um, it's very that's, important. That's really yeah. important. And pre-COVID, it was important. Like I came back to Calgary and, and people were talking about the, because of oil price, the prolonged three, four years, that social kind of that depression. And I mean, you talk about suicide, but it was really prevalent pre-COVID. So mm -hmm. I imagine, were you part of, were you part of that center before COVID or just because of your business? Huh. Oh, oh no! I think no. The reason I'm the reason that we are uh, we want to support it is because my husband tried to kill himself. So, oh, okay. Yeah, Sorry. it's I, a very personal yeah. thing. I mean, basically, yeah. that's why we are um, very keen to make sure that other people don't have to yeah. uh, tread the path that we had to. And you know what? If there's any way that we can help, even if it's one family, from avoiding having to go down that route, then we will do so. Um, and we're very keen on the truck to be able to carry any materials and information that they want us to. Um, we'll always support them in any of their campaigns. Sure. But I'd also like to point out that, you know, one of the things that I think is so intensely important about our business is that it's a business which is fun and it's healthy. Yeah. And so, you know what, yeah. our food truck is a fun food truck that is going to make people smile i wanted to have yeah. something where mums and dads would be looking down the food trucks and the kids would be going i like the look of that one because it's fun and mum will be going i like the look of that one because nothing's fried um so, you know. yeah, the branding is fantastic i just like um super spud and all the all the little veggies with their big googly eyes and they're all having fun jumping into the bowl <laughs> I think it's great. Who did, the, who, who did the drawing for that? I love that. The spud laying in the sun. and So I'm very yeah, fortunate, again, that my with my background being the way it is. Um, with, oh, I'm sorry. My dog happens to be in the same room as me. Well, what's his name again? I forgot Her his name. name is Molly. Molly. She's okay, no ready. longer in the same room as me. <laughs> Shut the that door. That was going to happen, wasn't it? Um Yes, I was very, yeah. I'm very fortunate that because, you know, being in the entertainment business, you tend to know things like caricature artists and cartoonists. Yeah. And so it was one of my amazing cartoonist friends, um, Tom from Pen and Ink. And um, I went to him. And in fact, my daughter, Chloe, is extremely artistic. And she briefed him, yeah. um, you know, with my background in PR and, and marketing and branding, I thought I could brief him really quickly. She briefed him 
in two minutes flat and he could just read exactly what she wanted and it was so simple so straightforward and we're delighted with what we've got yeah it's fantastic really um you know we've we've done things like make little buttons to hand out to kids and things and you know they it's fun it's like they're definitely you know healthy food does not have to be boring No, it doesn't. It absolutely. But doesn't. he's like he's having fun. That guy is sunbathing. He's got yeah, a bottle yes. of olive oil next to himself. You yeah, know, and that was again. That was one of Chloe's briefs. She briefed him in on that one. It took a five minutes. He had it down on paper, and it was like, yep, yeah, you're done. Really, sometimes really. these things are just, uh, you know, just born. Um, so of course we've been born into a world that we should have been born into a world where we had summer festivals and concerts and. Um, initially my, my, my market, my demographic was going to be the week time, um, daily lunchtime at offices, but of course that doesn't exist anymore. There are no concerts. There are no festivals. There are very few outdoor markets. So we've had to kind of think about what we're going to do and how we can bring our taste of super spuds to the masses. Sure. And so we've um, we've spoken to community centres around the city, and one of the things that we're planning to do in the summer, and I'm absolutely delighted that so many of the community associations have come back with such a positive attitude. You're right. And that is that during the week we will take two days in the, during the week and choose community centres and go in the evenings and use obviously social media to alert people, and then people can come and buy their their evening meal from us say on a Wednesday or a Thursday at the local community centre so that's one of the things we're doing we're going we're also um, hopefully going to be at lots of the um, breweries over the weekends and um, we love being being with breweries because I think potatoes and beer go really well together they're really good Oh. I've been to a couple of um of breweries where Lizzie's truck has been, and the nice thing is, is like one thing is that you know you you've got something hearty to eat because they don't have food, they don't sell food. Most of them don't. Yeah, good. most of them don't. You're right. I, they can't. And then um, so to have a food truck with something that's kind of filling and you know filling in your stomach while you're having a beer is great. But the other thing is, is um, I think they should talk about what kind of, that using their particular beers, so stouts or whatever, to go in the the stews and soups are just amazing. So I'll let oh, you yeah. talk about that. This yeah, we developed that idea last year, which I thought was really quite clever. Um, and that was basically, I'll, I'll always ask the brewery if they have a, a you know, a favorite stout. And then we right. put it in our Irish stew. Um, oh, nice. And so, nice. you know, so it means that when we're there, we actually have a signature piece on our menu that actually goes with the brewery. So it's specific to the brewery. And, that's cool. You know, it's not just something that's whipped out of the freezer. Um, one of the other things that we're very proud about is um, our relationship with our suppliers. So we have, we use a very specific potato in our baked potatoes. Um, and I've had so many people say, oh, obviously you use a russet. It's like, actually, no, we don't use a russet. A russet, yeah. We don't. We use a really beautiful potato called an agria, which is um, actually a German variety. And it is grown um, by an amazing farmer just outside Strathmore, and they're called Poplar Bluff Farms. Um, Wait, wait, wait. So agria, is is it called agria? Yeah, agria. 
um, and they're a beautiful yellow fleshed um, potato. When they come out of my oven, the um, uh, the skin is like it's just like crispy parchment yeah. because it's, it's a very lovely. fine skin. Yeah. Yeah. But it's really Wait, so the name of the, What's the name of the company out in Strathmore? Let's give a shout out. They're again. called Poplar Bluff Organics. We buy all of our root vegetables from them. They are completely organic. They are absolutely amazing. You could yeah, not learn delicious. more about potatoes from this group of people if you tried rosemary. The owner of the uh, of the farm is absolutely fantastic. Oh, so, wonderful. Uh, huge. Uh, I'm, and I'm so proud to be able to tell people when they look at their potato and go, mm, this smells nice. I say, that potato was grown with love and so well you know also like you were talking about the skin on the potato mm. i remember growing up eating baked potatoes because i think brits often do and yes I, lots of people do but and and i kind of have to be forced to eat the skin because it's yeah. so chewy and thick and hard and yeah. and and i'm like no i like the middle part but honestly this is like you said it's like parchment yes it's it's obviously skin it's not just like cutting through just potato but it is so easy to eat so easy to cut so and it's like a a real like conduit for some of the fillings you know you put it on it would be like instead of having a piece of bread you just scooch it onto the skin it's delicious not just that the skin is also the most the most nutritious part of the potato i was gonna say it's really healthy and i wonder if you knew this actually alberta is the single best place in the planet to grow root vegetables. Oh, yep. And this part of Alberta in particular, apparently, because even in the summer, we get those very cold nights. um, And so the sugars all concentrate. Um, And so Rosemary was telling me this, this part of Alberta is, is like, is just the abs has the optimum conditions for growing the best root vegetables. So aren't we lucky? I I like how you say that. There's a root vegetable because I came up with, I found a recipe because what to do with sweet potato, what to do with uh, carrots, because they're always hard. And so it's a 400 degrees Fahrenheit. You mix them all into a whatever dish and you put in paprika. You can can spice it up or you can oil it up. And I'm telling you, that 400 degrees really, they just cook and you keep turning them over. Oh, but Alan, we have one of those. We have a soup yes. made from that much. No, I'm sure. I just, well, we I, do. I just, it's called our, it's called our root roasted vegetables. root vegetable soup, and it's absolutely oh. amazing. But you know what else you also have, which is delicious, and nobody, I, I've never thought of having a sweet potato as a dessert. That's, <laughs> yes, we do. Brilliant. So, well, that came because, you know what, a lot of people go, I don't like potatoes. Yeah. Or, you know, potatoes aren't good for you. You should have sweet potatoes instead. So the only, you know, sort of issue I had with that was we don't grow sweet potatoes here because it just doesn't get warm enough. Well, you know, I just oh, said to myself, right. get over it. My dad, my, so my dad used to, my mom used to fool us with, the, with turnips oh. and she'd match them and say, oh, there's just a lot of butter because you don't turn it, right? It's got that color. Mm. And she would, yeah. she would fool it that it was mashed potato and it wasn't. No, no, <laughs> nasty, bad mummy. Anyway, but turnip, do, do turnips come into the root no. vegetables? Well, yes, they do, but we don't do so much turnips. They're not my not my thing. Yeah. Um, but going back to the sweet potatoes, if I may, because they are so nutritious, we really they should are. tell everybody about them. So what I do is with my we have we have different fillings that will go on potatoes. You can have it on a baked potato, or you can have it on a sweet potato. But because yeah. we have sweet potatoes, we also thought I thought well. Let's throw caution to the wind, and why don't we do some desserts? 
So we have That's one crazy. with um, maple syrup and um, marshmallows. Marshmallows, yeah. And then mm. we do another one where we scorch it and we yeah. put brown sugar and lime um, and honey. And it's absolutely delicious. Mm. How did you, I mean, where, where, did, that, where, where did that come from? Because it doesn't I sound just like... I did an... some research. I really yeah. just went and did research. And I looked at ideas and I started playing and I started Fantastic. cooking. And I thought, you know what, these things are just too good not to not to try the other thing is that there is a there's a a line of restaurants uh, what you would call limited service restaurants in the uk called spudgy like so mm -hmm. it's a little it's not quite fast food but it's not slow food either um i guess more like sort of yes more like subway and you can go and you get your spud and you have whatever so they yeah. do a whole bunch of fillings that here people think are completely bananas yeah. So, uh, except not bananas. No, except not bananas. Um, so we have prawn and mayonnaise, which is actually my favorite. That's um, that's so UK. Oh my god, I love it. Prawn and mayonnaise. <laughs> prawn and mayonnaise. Um, Anything. Tuna like, and mayonnaise. Like all of this crisps stuff. Crisps and mayonnaise in your sandwich. <laughs> no, I thought it was Vegemite. Vegemite was the big. No, honey, no, 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 no. That's Australian. No. Wait, well, no, you have something in the UK. Marmite. Marmite. Okay, close yes. enough. Yes. Okay. Anyways, neither of those two come anywhere near my food truck. I'll have you. <laughs> anyway, so basically, this is my nod, if you like, to what I used to enjoy as fast food in England. Sure. And sure. when I look at food trucks in this country, you know what? They're all so fun and they're all so colorful and they're all so delicious looking. And they are all so. Mm, what's the well, word? Some I'm of them are for? sort of. No, fast food deep fried. Well, some are. Not, not, some are. Not That's all. what I said. Some are. Not but all of them. As a no. mum, but yes. as a mum, looking at them and thinking, now what can I get my kid to eat? Sure. I found it really difficult to make a to make an a, you know a good choice. And then I thought, well, hang on. If Super Spuds was there, I have two choices. I can buy a really nice bowl of soup, and most kids like soup. It's a very quick way to get nutrition into people. Um, all adults like soup and then it's like baked potatoes or kids love baked potatoes and if they don't then they'll love the fillings because we buy that we sell mm -hmm. the fillings as well in tubs so do you so do the don't... boat do you do the boat because we learned this thing it was, the it, it was, yeah the sweet potatoes so you, you bake you bake it no then you dish it out no and then you no we don't have time for that because okay. you know what if you're going to have 60 people um at the window they yeah. want to have their hot potato that's just come out of the oven. It's been split. Then we fill it with what it's got, what it needs. And then we put the lid on the top and we hand it to them. Nice. Um, but our menu is very eclectic. So we'll do things like pulled pork. We'll do things like what I call pulled mushrooms, which is basically vegan pulled pork, yeah. um, which is made of portobello mushrooms. We do chili. We do stews. We do curries. We do chicken and uh, and mushroom. You realize it's pretty. It's supper time now. And I'm, I know. Yeah, oh, hey, that's marvelous. <laughs> this but is we terrible. Do, we do ratatouille. Um, you know, basically, it's always going to be good, wholesome, comfort food. Um, and as a, you know, as as a as a local business, I want to be able to collaborate with as many local businesses as I can. As I say, that's why I'm so happy to work with people like Poplar Bluff. Um, yeah. And there are other suppliers who, you know, I've spoken to recently. I've found a fantastic mushroom farm that I'm going to be going to look at soon. Um, and um, they're called Red Fox Fungi. Um, so there's, you know, it's just so exciting 
Calgary has a very exciting food um, community. Well, you know, I, I think there's Angela's, uh, Angela Umbrick was on, she's got the olive, you know, olive, the olive lady. I don't know if it complements the olive the, oil. No, olives. olives. No, olives. Oh, olives. Okay. She does stuffed I'm... olives, but no, I'm just saying like, you know, and, and yeah. it, just, it brings back the, you know, that like it was the artisan olives and not, it's not a really common for people here to be eating olives. She said, it took me a long time to kind of train people on what they didn't know. And so from listening to oh, you Oh, she's speak, right. Oh, she's so right. And the reason yeah. I say she's so right is because, you know, I will stand there and I'll go, well, we have this and we have this and we have this. Yeah. And they'll go, can I have the one with sour cream and chives on it? <laughs> and I'll say, why don't you try this? That's so basic. And, it, yeah. it, you know, it is. It's like, please, please, come on, be, be adventurous. With the bacon bits. More than healthy. just bacon bits. Everyone's bacon got bits, bacon yes. bits of but that's yeah. the exciting thing. We want this summer. We want to make our own bacon. Um, you know, we want to do these really fun and exciting things. And I'm, sure. you know, I'm very, very thankful that I have Chloe to do this with. This is our journey, and it's, you know, it's, it's. If we do it for five years, great. If we do it for ten years, fantastic. If she wants to take it, um, and make it huge, I'm be thrilled for her. But right now, I feel that we're making somebody else's dream come true, and we're. We're paving the path for our futures. Now, whether or not we would have chosen to have done this is beside the point. But we've made it happen, and we've made it happen in a an interesting time. Um, yeah. So, and and you know, I think I would ask myself, well, what do you think that um, uh, COVID and super spuds? Where do you think they'll go in the future? And I think the reality is with COVID that. Um, that food trucks are an amazing foil for um, social distancing and for, um, you know, sort of just basically being able to keep at a safe distance. That's right. So, um, you know, if we can't all go to restaurants and enjoy restaurants, then as the summers come or as the summer months come, you know, people can go to food trucks and they can sit in the, you know, in the parks, under the trees in at nice socially distanced um uh, spots and you can get a healthy delicious meal from a food truck and thoroughly enjoy it um, this reminds me i'm sorry no, liz, go ahead, i have no. to interrupt <laughs> and this reminds me of when we were in mexico so liz and i went to mexico with chloe and chloe's friends about three years ago now yeah, it feels like yeah. feels like a year ago um and um we had uh we were told we must have must try mexican street corn i'd never heard of it before Never right. had it, and I'm like, okay. We had it, and it was amazing. And we just look at each other, and Liz is like, okay, it's a recipe, and she adapted it, figured out what it was made of, and made. I have to say, it's my favorite soup of yours. It's nice. amazing. Nice. Uh, well, that and the mushroom one. I love the mushroom soup. So, um, I love them all. <laughs> but yes, the Mexican street corn. I'm like, who else is selling Mexican street corn soup? I don't know, but and it's amazing and and it's the same sort of thing you're out on the street you're out um getting something from a local vendor you're chatting we were walking up the street eating it it's such a nice feeling to do that and i i love the fact that calgary has so many food trucks and you can do that and well you know yeah. i grew up i mean if you if you the summer job i remember a couple summer jobs i had in a different industrial areas in calgary and one of them was in that area over where there's a lot of I think they call it the barley belt where the, where the, so the breweries are black. Oh, right. right. Yes. Yeah. And literally that mow truck or the meals on wheels and that they'd have that, blah, 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 it would come in, you know, that, 
the, 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 and you knew like 10, 15 and like, and then the afternoon and the snacks and the lunch and people were religious. Like they, they just, they timed their watch or whatever it was by that food truck coming. So it's a very important part. Well, mm-hmm. I have to tell you, um, Alan, uh, that you've just hit the nail on the head because as I said to you, my husband used to work in the in construction industry. Right. Um, and that was one of the things that he and I identified. And that was that up in that area, in the sort of, um, not so much Ogden, but the sort of that more industrial yep. area yep. up there, there is nothing and if you need lunch, you need to get in your car and you need to drive. You know, the closest so that place. Was my, that was always my intention. Yeah. My intention was there to serve those people up there for lunches on a There's regular a basis. Yes, yes, there is. But they're not all there now. No, a lot well, but of in them COVID are hit, not. A lot of companies, for, it hit a lot of companies. But so back to, I did a podcast with uh, uh, OT Brewery. So... And you mentioned you mentioned the breweries and having it. So if you go to OT Brewery now, so after it was Carrie and, and Mike Korthowski, and they have outside, they did a penalty box. So if you think the hockey, right, they've made a, a penalty box outside where people can sit. They did this. Oh, that's drink. cool. So <laughs> you could pull the truck up and yeah. people are, are you in the penalty box? Well, I got a potato soup for you. I got some soup for you. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that would be great. Yeah. But you know, the reality is hope. Um, oh, we've lost. Oh, oh, then <laughs> no, sorry, my darling oh. daughter, who knows oh. I'm doing this, just called me. I said, "Don't call me or walk in <laughs> while I'm doing this." What did she do? She calls me. I love her. <laughs> anyway, no, the point is that with the vaccine <laughs> coming, and I really do hope that, and well, I'm pretty sure that we're going to start seeing some semblance of normality coming back into our lives and with that then i hope that you know people will think about food trucks again for things like weddings and private gatherings and private parties and anything like that sure so you know we're already filling we're already putting dates in the diary to go to breweries which is fantastic we're already putting dates in the diary to serve local communities which is also fantastic so you know what we will be here for the community we will be here for whoever needs us and we will just see how it goes in the meantime you know what i uh, you know i hope that next year when we at the end of the year cut a check for um the charity that we support for women and children at risk and um for the suicide prevention center i just hope they're nice big checks you know yeah um because it's important yeah. for me to know that what I'm doing is worth it because it's not just about putting money in my pocket. It's about. But it's also not about the checks. Either. Exactly. It's about the it's awareness about and the, the help and support and the fact that you give. Yes. Yeah, so you, ha- you even have discreetly yes. on the trucks, you know, the, you know, ways to get in touch. So it's not as if you're in a face, but it's no. Can the other thing that we like to advocate it, so. for, although I can't raise yeah. money for, is um, and I always give any opportunity I have to give these people a plug, is organ donation because um, <laughs> my husband has uh, yes. organ donation. Yeah. My husband Sorry, was what? able to give two of his his two kidneys, and right. in, and he saved two lives right. and helped many 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 more with um the opportunities to give his own organs and the opportunity for people to just yeah. be able to have a card just is such an incredible thing um and so few people know about it um and so few people 
talk about it. So I'm always happy to talk about it. There's, sure. uh, I have a blog on my website, which is um, superspuds.com. Um, and anybody who wants any kind of advice or wants to know about it, I'd be more than happy to talk to them about organ donations. Well, but this is that, you know, Liz, I mean, you're, you, you, you touched on some very personal areas and it's very, and you're bringing that out. This is where, where a lot of people don't do it. And what you just mentioned, the blog. And the reason I say this is you can become the media person mm. on something that has nothing to do with potatoes. And, you know, if you created enough buzz, but you know, you, you create enough awareness of things like that, and it's like, oh, by the way, I I serve potato or I serve soup, and you know what I mean. That, yeah. And how you do that is, and, and people say, oh, ooh, I, I'm not a media person. Well, you know, Michelin tires, and I, I say this example for a very reason. Michelin tires, they did the Michelin five star review because they wanted people. They became the experts on five star restaurants. So you could become the expert on something like this. For the organ donation and or uh, yeah. suicide or at least being able to send people in the right direction or without um, having to be a you know a, a counselor yeah. or peer counselor or something but just to, just to be able to give somebody the yes I've been there too um, this is what I find helps you know and and so she's because you, everyone has to look after their own mental health. Including That's me. absolutely true, so, Natalie. Um, Thank you for yeah, that. That's very sweet of you to say that. But I think this, yeah. you know, there's also yeah. a, the element yeah, of you, knowing yeah. that this is going to sound a little dramatic. So I don't, I'm going to have to try and temper it slightly. I kind of wanted people to know that there's life after <laughs> death, if that makes sense. And I don't mean, <laughs> don't mean in the typical, in the typical sense. But you know what, when you are facing, that sort of trauma you really do think that you are looking down the precipice and there is no way forward and so you know three years down the line mm-hmm. we have come we've come some way not a long way um you know we're not millionaires we haven't yeah. we haven't reached um you know we're not there yet but we are making progress and we have found a way Sure. To be able to wake up in the morning and feel that we can continue our lives and do something that actually helps other people as well as do something that enriches our lives. So we love cooking. We love yes, cooking. We love meeting too. people. Yeah. We love running a food truck. It's great fun. Um, so if I can combine those two for the good of the community. And, you know, I don't, I'm not trying to sound like I've got a halo right now. This is what I'm saying. I wanted to kind of temper this, but it works for us. Um, it might not work for other people, but it works for us. So for the time being, Super Spuds is us. It's Chloe. It's me. And um, it's all my little potato friends, and my little soup friends. And we hope that through the spring and the <laughs> summer um, this year and for many years to come, yeah. that um, we make lots of new friends and that we feed lots of people with lots of very, very healthy food. So I wanted to, you've, you mentioned community and I don't, I'm not counting, but I think it's such an important point. And it's, it's something I've, I've listened to a lot of my guests, not listened to, but, but mm. that point of community. And one thing I want to say is, is, I don't know if it's an idea, but a potential partner. So Sturgis Architecture, Kevin Harrison was on and he was talking about building oh, yeah. the Green Line. They're building, they're architect that whole yeah. process. So it's, yeah. I don't, 28 stops or 24 stops. And each stop yep. is a community, almost virtually a community. And yeah. I think, you know, that and they're not, I think I said this, I know those communities because I grew up in that area of Calgary. And he, 
you know, and Kevin, he didn't. But, you know, I said, oh, do you know that community tuxedo or you move up? So they, they in 1988, there's a little thing called Olympics. And that very <laughs> line, they came down Center Street from Edmonton. They did the uh, the torch run. And yeah. so those communities, they're going to need soup and, and potato. No, I'm, I think what a partnership as they build the green line. The, the super spots is there. And I don't know how you, you, you formulate that partner, but those 28 communities or 24 mm. stations or whatever, you know what I mean? Like that's, there's a community within the community, the Calgary community, the whole macro, but the micro along that line, the mm-hmm. green line can be the brown line. Right? Yeah. It's just like, um, like the, the line towards uh, when we have segueing into this, I didn't mean to, to momentum because I don't take transit so much. I take um, my drive. But I have taken transit to Momentum, which is um, in Ramsey, not Dover. What's uh, Forest Lawn? Oh yeah, Lawn? he's Don't, Dover. Oh, he's and... in Forest Lawn. He's in he's yes. up at Forest Lawn. Yeah. yeah, And so they have, um, you know, they're along the that's along the C train line, and that street is just an amazing community. That's right. Yeah. Of small businesses, restaurants, and things, but also, you know, like because you're on a because you're on a. A, a commuting or you know just a lot of people don't have vehicles they, they get they, off they get, they off, get on they get off and, there's a spot yeah. waiting to be eaten. <laughs> on the on, on the station uh, on yeah the station. <laughs> yeah it's i'd love i'd love it to be as simple as that <laughs> it's one of the things you find out about when you when you <laughs> oh yes yeah, yeah, so there's all these city rules and regulations one, one, but you know what yeah. we are just uh we'll go with flow we'll I love the idea of being able to um, partner with communities, though. Um, a lot of them are talking to me about. Uh, yeah. Some of them have sort of like big community days, and they've got cleanup days coming up um, once the uh, white stuff goes. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Um, so you know, <laughs> they're talking to me about you know, would you come for our community cleanup day? We have a lot of volunteers, and I'm like, of course, we'll come for that. You know, we'd be very happy to be there for that. Um, and the opportunity to come, yeah. you know, to do it on a regular basis and be there on a Wednesday, you know, once a month or whatever. So when you need to think about it. There are over a hundred sure. communities in this city. Um, there's uh, there's there's plenty of room for us all, and there's certainly plenty of room for a food truck once or twice a month to roll up to the local community centre and and you know offer good food. You reminded me. There's um there's a new community. So I went out there one of my earlier podcasts, episode 42 to be exact. And it was the Icon Dance Company. And it was in Walden Legacy Community. And it's, oh, right. Like one of the far. new ones, yeah. It's far. and But the, the, the subcommunity is called Walden. And you, I don't know if you, you remember the show or maybe you can get it in the UK. It was called uh, The Walton. Oh, yes. We yes. had yes. The yes, we did. Where's Walton? Good night, John Boy. Yeah. So, but then you could do the John Boy and all that thing. Mary Ellen, good night. But, but then there's Waldo. Where's Waldo? So where's Walden, right? I mean, I think it's such a natural place. So get out there with that truck and show them where Walden is. <laughs> well, I, I think the community thing is, is uh, amazing because even though the um, if you're going to people's you know, to people's workplaces yeah. or, or to industrial parks, that's great. But when you're in the community, it's it's, it's not quite as thrilling uh, to the children, uh, but it's kind of like having the ice cream truck come by. Yes. It's like, 
you know, but you can say, oh my gosh, it's it's second Wednesday of the month. You know what that is, kids. Then but the kids you can would create, love a, you can create a routine. Walk, yes. Yeah, well they yeah, exactly. They'd love to walk four blocks or just past the soccer field yep. if it's soccer Friday or whatever, and go up there and, and get you see their friends who they play their sports with or when they can again, or they go to elementary school. Brilliant. And Brilliant. Well, no, I think we're all on really, food. I mean, Natalie is sitting. simply speaking what she knows yeah. is going yeah. on in okay. my head. Because the nice thing is, is when you make it a family thing, and that's one thing about COVID yes. is there's been such a spotlight on family yeah. and, and, and really kind of going back to that. I can never pronounce it. Liz. Huga. Huga. What is that? H-Y- what? H. It's spelled H Y G G E, and it's like a Scandinavian word the for Danish kind of word nurturing, cocooning. Danish, yes. To sort of comfort, you know, and and definitely home cooked food and doing sure. things with your family, and and you know what? He'd say it even looking out the window at the snow, and uh, you know, like it's that cozy, comforting feeling. I mean, I've got a cat next to me looking at the snow. That's cozy so now all i need is a bowl of lizzie soup in my hand you know i've had this is you, you you just kick, clicked on something if you take that ice cream truck the music and that noise i know that from a kid i grew up with that dickie d yes and i know that sound so the sound bite, we did joke that she should put that no, on no, her no. i'm gonna i'm gonna go different i'm gonna say what's the sound that could resonate if you had the sound bite the mic they call it the sonic what's your sonic marketing would you use for the potato or the soup i don't know what that is do you know um, what the sound Oh, crunch, crunch. Definitely not that crunch, <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. I no. no idea. No, it's hard, right? It's Smart. a hard one. No, but you would you would have like a you know if you had a tune, you could have a tune that you, yeah. that you could come up with. But um, the thing is, I think nowadays the nice thing is is you don't need that because we have um, every community has a Facebook page and has there's that new community thing i can't read really app well, you might, you you might say you don't yeah, no, i get it there's the marketing i'm just saying you, you, you might yeah. not need it but i'm saying because yeah if people are driving or they're in their fitness they're doing a fitness thing and they, they're just listening to whatever listening to audio right that sound bite comes on oh that's super spuds i don't i don't know right, if you yeah. have that sound maybe we should spuds, just have a whoosh because after all he is a superhero <laughs> oh when you poke the potato when no, I don't mean it, that. Right? I mean that like sounds... a whoosh, like a you know, like oh. a superhero whoosh, like a superhero arriving with his ah. cape because he has one. <laughs> he has a cape, which he, he uses, uses as a beach towel and many other things. <laughs> While we, but I want to segue in into something dog. completely different just for a second because I really do feel that they do deserve a a big shout out from my point of view anyway, and that is that Super Spuds would never have happened without the help of Momentum. Now, I know that we spoke, uh, you you have spoken in other um, podcasts about Momentum, but, you know, basically they were very much a stepping stone to me being able to launch my company. So, you know, I really do feel that I need to nod to tip my cap to them. Um, And I came across Momentum through someone else who was studying with them at the time who had a product she was bringing to market. She knew that I spent an entire year after my husband's death working on the interior of my truck and working on the 
blueprint for the business thinking I was writing a business yeah. plan but really not knowing what I was doing and I worked literally day and night and that poor Chloe was like I don't know what you're doing I, I don't even know what I'm doing and then I think I can relate to that and I got the shortcut <laughs> by following and it was only because tales. a friend of mine had said to me Liz how are you doing and I said well you know I'm trying to make David's dream come true but um, I have to confess, I'm really struggling and I'm kind of getting to the end of my rope with it and I don't know what to do about it. And she said, you need to talk to Momentum. I've just finished with them. They are amazing. I'm going to put you in touch. And she did. And I was um, interviewed by them two days later. They said, absolutely, you're in our wheelhouse. Right. Um, because of all the work I had already done, they knew that I was completely committed to my business idea. Um, and so they took me on and within six weeks, I was no, within three weeks, I was on the self-employment course, which was a six month course. Um, and you know, I found it incredibly helpful and they still remain helpful now. So, um, the, yeah, they, are. they don't just run self-employment course. They run, um, financial literacy courses. The microfinance. Well, yeah, the micro they, it's not just yeah. the microfinancing. They also a financial literacy so it's more like um teaching you how to yeah. yes teaching you how to um i've been on one of those nice. courses um, nice. i didn't know to, that I, I knew... take charge of your own finances yeah. and and things like um labor, well, they, you know, yes um, skills skills based things like um, apprentice do, jobs you know, um, and so you, they, yes. they they basically yeah. they help such a huge swathe of the community and um they deserve to be recognized for what they do um, they have a, a, a seed loan um, program as well, which they um, wrap into their uh, their students so that if you are fortunate enough to do a course with them, if they believe in, in your business, um, then um, they will loan mm -hmm. you money. And it what is amazing. Great, but you're, I remember like, that because... Yes. But right there, yeah. Liz, you're like this, that seed and the potato seed, right? I mean, I think you're a natural... <laughs> no, no, but if you're looking for that, you could be a natural poster... I don't know, poster child or poster business to say, here's the seed of our fruits of our labor, whatever the seed. Well, they already do use Liz as a poster business. She's actually done a few um, uh, talks to people who, because a lot of momentum is, it is government funded, but it is also privately funded. Yeah. And so these people who donate their money, basically, um, like to hear about success there stories and, and, and companies that are just beginning and, they, and they're interested they they're obviously interested because they've invested some money but they, it's really cool for them to um to know what's going on there was a big breakfast planned but of course the covid but uh liz i know was in on a, a big zoom call thing and and so there's always the thanks to the benefactors and things for for doing that and the nice thing the one really fantastic thing about momentum because i've been through it too is that it's affordable because really when you are both of us single women. I mean, now I'm not, but um, you know, but but single, uh, a single woman or a single person or just even a family person, somebody who is really just beginning a business that doesn't have a huge amount of money or you know, and like I said in my podcast or a business degree, you need to put your money into your business. Yes, into your schooling too, but they they pay for it all. And so you don't have that worry yeah. um, of where your money, you can 
you can spend that time working on your business, making yeah. making a little bit of money on your business, having it funded, and and to be able to actually sink your teeth into it. And and uh, yes, some fail. Some are ideas that sound great at the beginning, and then they realize, oh, you know, as I'm doing my business plan, this this isn't going to work for me. Well, that's fantastic because way better to go and do a six month course and crunch the numbers re you know really and have people give you real information and feedback and say well how are you going to pay your bills with this yeah, this this yeah. and then go well actually no maybe i better not do this that is way better than going bankrupt or you know or just fooling and kidding yourself but maybe that's you know so, maybe there's a there's a yeah. segue but maybe there's an opportunity to have a a, a panel whether it's a, maybe it's a podcast maybe it's a zoom where those th- you know people field questions like a shark tank thing but momentum's that you know that the, the seven i don't know how you you frame that but i think there's a well, real... i think a lot of that comes into when you apply momentum you've got to have a good idea and and some numbers to back you up you know this is what i'm planning on doing this is on how i'm planning on doing it, and this is the money that i think i'm going to make and this is how i think i'm going to make it and they'll go Yes, we can. Well, that's we'll if you've got an idea. But what a good idea? What about people? Or that, they could tell you no. But what if people <laughs> come know? out of COVID? They've fought, laid off. They don't. Know, what I mean, as a sounding board of ideas. I think that would I mean? be like, a really fun idea, like but and, I don't and, think and it's something that an organization like Momentum would do. I think it's something. Maybe it's something that you no. have. You know, I it's think, something like yeah. a uh, a junior dragons den almost. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's not a business well, before the business. Because there's a lot of people out there. I hadn't heard of Momentum until I somehow found them on Instagram or whatever. But I'm saying there's there's a lot of people out there wondering what to do and getting yeah. advice yeah. before they even get to that. Here's the business plan thing. It's like, what do I do? Right. Well, you do need honest people because everybody who has a bit. I've had other business plan ideas. Oh, gosh, way back. Way, way back. Um, um business ideas that I've just sort of worked through over the span of a long time. And I think one thing is you have to really, really, really dig into it. And the second is you need, um, yes, you, you do need your backing people, your rah-rah group, your supporters, but you also need a stranger, not a friend to tell you if it's a bad idea, <laughs> you know, because if my friends all told me that my idea was a bad idea, then, I would be kind of feeling a little defensive because I'm super excited about my idea. Sure. This is just any idea that if I came up with, you know, like, ooh, I'm going to open a nail salon, even though I would never want to do that. Um, you know, and, and this is what I'm going to do and this, 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 and you get all excited. And your friends should be your cheerleaders when you're, when you're doing it. And somebody else should be the person to tell you well, not to tell you not to. Well, to validate. Just Somebody calls it to, val- to yeah. validate the idea. Well, just to get, have you thought about insurance? Have you thought about Yeah, so from that point this, you know, I think, you know. So that's where from, momentum came from, in for from us. the point yeah. of view of uh, Super Spuds, Super Spuds wouldn't exist without momentum. And I'm very grateful to them and anything that I can do to advocate yeah. for them. I will very happily do so. But I think the... Um, I actually hard, recommended them today to somebody. I think the thing to remember <laughs> is that, um, you know, as, as far as we're concerned and as far as Super Spuds is concerned, that the, the world is right now what I would consider to be just like an ever-changing place. Um, and, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there are a number of ways of looking at it. But my way of looking at it is that, you know what, we can basically be whatever we need to be right now. 
now is the time for all of us to be chameleons and to be as flexible as we possibly can be and to see how we can make life better for everybody. And if super spuds can Mm -hmm. do that by bringing a smile to people's faces, by bringing good, healthy food to people's tummies, um, by bringing um, donations to two charities that I feel extremely uh, strong about, but also putting money in my pocket and giving me some food in my tummy and, you know, paying my bills, then I can see it being, you know, a great future for for, for me and... um, and for well, and for Chloe, but you know, basically for, for Super Chloe. Spuds as a uh, let's just call it sort of the group, um, because it's uh, you know what we have a lot of people who support us, um, <laughs> friends, um, family, well, Chloe, um, and certainly from the UK, I have lots of people who cheer me on, and I'm so grateful for them too. Um, I'm really excited about our future. You know, our future is bright, just yeah. like my truck, bright and cheerful. Yeah. Okay, so yes. I want to leave you with a riddle. Why oh, do Lord, potatoes make good detectives? Oh, I know this one, though. They're because they've got so many eyes. eyes. Something about their eyes. Nope. Oh, because they right. keep their eyes peeled. Did you get oh, that off my Instagram? That, that came <laughs> right from <laughs> that came right from your Instagram account. I that got that off my Instagram. <laughs> I was gonna say. You know what? We always like to do things with a smile on our face <laughs> and with a laugh in our hearts. So yeah. you know, I'll I'll it leave it at that. I'm like, I caught my attention. I needed to read it, and so I just <laughs> I had to say that. One. I wanted to say that one. Thank you. Oh no, That's I, so I, funny that you didn't remember that joke. I I think it's a Lizzie. She's a very funny lady, but she'd be a terrible comedian because she'd stand there and go, I forgot the joke. Yeah, that's, <laughs> forgot I the don't think that is my new career. Well, ladies, look. Liz, Natalie, thank you so much. So, Liz, one last thing. How do they find the truck? Because it's... It oh, be yes, you can't miss you us. Well, have a look on, on, on our... Keep an eye on us for, on Instagram. You can Google us. Um, yeah. And also, we will be on the Calgary Food app. I was, I was and... up there because somebody was trying to phone me. Africa. Um, <laughs> lovely uh yes so we will be on the calgary food app um you can always follow us on instagram at at super spuds and the super is not s-u-p-e-r it's s-o-u-p-e-r as in a bowl of soup so um and also keep an yes. eye on and our, um, on with our a blog Z. we would have yep spuds with a z and keep an eye yeah. on our blog we always have interesting things coming up on our blog um so yeah you can follow us on most of the food food apps on the oh, sorry the food truck apps um and you'll you'll see where we are well liz thank you so much and natalie for the well, the wing person we wing lady wing, wings, really, you, BFF, you called me the bff <laughs> we were um, we absolutely were and um Alan, thank you. We've actually uh, we've had a lot of fun. I don't think I giggled as much this time because I wasn't allowed to. <laughs> no, you you were too conscious. No, right? I had you to let that, Liz do all the giggling feeling, this time. So... Um, but that's that's. I had to give oh, the riddle. In. I had to put that riddle from the It shows me that you read my Instagram. You on that that's one. good. Well, ladies, really enjoyed. I really enjoyed this. It's been fun. Two, two good solid hours of uh, podcasting with both of you. Enjoy. And the free call. So good. Thank Enjoy you so much. Evening. Thank you. Thank you, Alan. Much appreciated. Bye. Bye. Bye.